Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Watch Closely. It's a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I am one of your hosts, Jason, and joining me as always, a man who, uh, there's no place like home. <laughs> I didn't have a good one, Ernie. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Hello, hello, dude. I am doing really well. Thank you so much. You know, it's funny is, uh, I don't know. I always say this because this is very true, but when we start the podcast, bro, I don't know why, but I, I start gyrating. Like my, I don't, I know you can't see it, but the bottom of, of me is like bouncing around yeah, to get ready because yeah because I, I sometimes I get that like that the pre podcast jitters I still get that I, I don't know why so that once I just start like moving a little bit it kind of kind of get into it but dude I am great I am fantastic had a, have had a wonderful week um, we did lose a loved one but I mean you know other than that obviously you know pretty pretty great week um, did great on my exam I don't know if I actually told you that but I. I got a 85% on that, which is, well, I know it's like not the craziest score, but it's a great score for me. I'm not very good at math and I have like a 90% on my freaking, on my math class. Like I'm like, gonna, I'm passing pretty darn well. Yeah, dude. So like I, I was telling Lex about this front of the cast, um, but I'm like, dude, I think like once I pass this class, I think I'm going to cry. Like the amount of times that I've taken math and not pass is, is sad. And I think when I pass this class that I'm going to cry, dude, and then I'm going to, and after that, I think this is going to be this big relief of like, man, I did it. I can do anything now. Like math has just always been that freaking blockade of my, especially if you don't like it. Right. And it's like, it's like, why am I taking this? It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a mathematician when I grow up. It's like, why, why? I mean, most of the math we learn, I think, I don't know if we had talked about this, but it doesn't like it does not pertain to most of the things that we do in life there. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot of things like dividing multiplication and, you know, smaller math, you know, equations and stuff that we do. Like the other day I made some cucumber cream cheese sandwiches and, uh, I, I kid you not, bro. I use mathematics at the bond store. I, I like was stationary somewhere and I just started doing how much of this do I need to buy? In order to make the amount I need for this amount of people. And I did it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> Matematex, dude. I just. I, I know. Diane, I texted my wife. I was like, I'm all Diane. Uh, I'm going to be a little late because I'm doing math. <laughs> But I figured it. Yeah. I'm just imagining you like sitting on the floor with like your notepad and you're like scribbling it out and you're like, no, I, got I, was, I got this. Like I was using my, uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like that picture of, uh, I think Zach Galifianakis or I think it's where all the equations are around him, but. Oh yeah. He's got like, uh, string theory all over the place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's funny because th- th- this past like two weeks, I've been helping my wife as well with math, like just like random things that for some reason they're not hard, but she's not able to comprehend, comprehend it. And it's like this brain fart of hers. She's like better at math than I am. And uh, I was able to like, I'm like, Oh, this is how it, it, it is. This is what we need. And it's like, it's funny. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, all the math of the years I've taken it is finally paying off. It's here, dude. It's only taken like how many years for me uh, to get better. I, I had a, It's like stacked yeah. up on top of each other. And you're like, now I know. Yeah. But dude, I, you're getting I, ready for when, uh, when your uh, daughter, she's going to get into math class. You're going to have to teach her <laughs> everything you've learned. I know, dude. I will see, man. By then, I don't know if I'll even like remember all this. One of my buddies was telling me, Owen, 
Uh, he was on the he was on the cast for uh, uh, One Piece, but he's. I was telling him because I, I talked to him every day, and I was like, "Dude, math is." I told him how I did and all that, and he goes, "You know what? I've always felt like the older I've gotten, the easier math has gotten." And I'm like, "Man, that's the opposite for me. I feel like it's gotten worse." But but I I lied because the now I am older and I'm doing a lot better in my class. My math class is weird. It's just like I just it doesn't make sense because I would think I. I would just be bad, but I guess it's just, it's just on me, but enough of me, Jace. I've, I've gone on a rant about my life, dude. How are you, my dear friend, dude? Uh, well, I don't know. I can follow up that. I was just going to say, dude, congrats on your, on your math class. Like that's a, Thank that's you. a, it's a great achievement. Um, you know, also shout out to Owen, friend of the cast and Lex, dude, Lex, what was your wallet? Uh, my week has been quite busy as well, <laughs> dude. My, <laughs> <laughs> Ernie knows why. Um, it's been pretty. It's been pretty uh, busy, dude. I, I I can't complain. Um, it's you know, busy is good, but man, I'm so ready for the weekend. The the weekend uh, couldn't get here fast enough this week. I was like, man, there's so much stuff. Like I had all kinds of projects at work, and there's you know, people was would throw things at me like, hey, can you present this this week? And I'm like, oh, okay, I wasn't prepared. But, you know, I think we, we, we powered through. It was good. Uh, didn't get to see the movies. I was really hoping to see uh, Exorcist Reborn or whatever it's called, dude. But I uh, didn't get to see Believer. <laughs> <laughs> Rebooted. Restarted. Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, Exorcist saw her face. Uh, dude, how, how was the movie? You liked it? You said you said uh, you is one I have to go see, basically. Right. I, you know. There's movies that I generally just like to recommend because I want to hear your opinion. Obviously, we talk, and I know your opinion on most things because obviously we know each other pretty well. We've done the podcast for a long time. We're family and all that as well. But sometimes there's certain movies and things that I watch, and I'm like, man, I, I cannot wait <laughs> to hear his thoughts on this because, like, I have I have a, an idea, but like I, I would just love for you to just, you know, share it in your own opinion, in your own words. And uh, yeah, I mean, I would tell you to watch this movie, but it also like I, I think you need to watch it coming into this, knowing that it's not going to be the greatest thing out there. I, I think, well, small review here from me, if I may, Jace, uh, get into it a Both little bit. Is that OK? Thank you. So I, me and my wife saw Exorcist uh, Believer. Um, and, uh, I, we, we enjoyed it. We, it was really good. It was pretty creepy. Like it, I think the beginning of the movie is, is well done enough where you're like, man, this is going to be a good horror movie. And then it's, it, and then it, and then it tries to go, well, you know, we have this IP that we definitely need to make something of it. Exorcist, we own it. Let's add it here, you know. And it's like you, you, we didn't need it. You, you, we really didn't need it to be part of this. And the way they kind of connected is very. It's pretty dumb. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't <laughs> smart. It wasn't like in any way, uh, like valid for them to do so. I, at least in my opinion. But other than that, like it was great acting, like the dad uh, in the movie, uh, the parents of the other girl. It, it, they they do a great job. There's this I I always talk, I was talking to Delex and also my wife, but there's this particular scene in the beginning of the movie, and I won't get too into it. But there's an earthquake that happens there in Africa, dude. And man, I was at a loss, bro. I I was like, dude, this is a great earthquake scene. Like I felt it. 
You know what I mean? Like, and not like I felt like I was shaking <laughs> with the room. I mean, like I felt the angst of what's going on. Uh, the, the, the scene was so perfectly shot. I was like, dang, this is cool as heck. Like, like I can't wait to see what else they do. And I wasn't just like, again, I wasn't disappointed with the rest of the movie. But then, it, like I said, it gets to this middle ending part where you're just like, man, they could have cut a lot of this out out of here and they also could have made it a diff- whole different movie because but but they're like they couldn't because of the exorcist ip that they needed to use like they brought out the back that old lady which is the mother of the of the girl of the first exorcist right they brought her back and she's there and and it, 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 the way they kind of intermingle these characters is really interesting and it but not in a good way. <laughs> I guess I should say. <laughs> all in all, though, it's like a four. If like if I guess I know we don't rate, but I, I I'm gonna start rating to that. I guess like, like that will kind of yeah, out of ten. Oh, okay. Wow. But here, but here, here's the thing, though, guys. I want you to listen to this. If you guys know your horror movies pretty darn well, and I mo- most of y'all probably do, and go to IMDb, go to those tomatoes that run a four is a good horror movie a six is probably even better and we hardly get sixes but if you go to if you're gonna go see a horror movie most most of those horror movies have like a lower rating i know like saw probably has like an eight right now or whatever i don't i haven't checked but some of the horror movies like you see like like insidious and those i think they have like a seven they're never like tens really um so like a four is a it's a solid horror movie it's like it's gonna be entertaining for what it is you're not gonna get like the craziest you know i don't even know how to explain it like uh, storytelling ever you know what i mean i i think i think uh if i'm not mistaken exorcist believer right now the one that just came out 2023 i think that's like a 5.1 on imdb i usually follow imdb i don't really go to Rotten tomato but um that's pretty solid i give it a four just because of because it is an exorcist ip i think had it not gone to the story of the original i think it would have been a, a, a whole different and better movie uh but it was it was uh it was uh held back by that uh but yeah i won't get too into it but jason i know you're probably not gonna watch this but i i really want you just i i just i well, this is interesting because there's something that i think we well i mean we're both you know religious in our own way but there's this particular scene about religion and that's what i wanted to get into with you but uh, we won't do it on this podcast because i think it's it'll it'll it's a whole different topic and i i, I should have told you when i saw you but i'm like man i don't know you're like oh my we'll watch it you kept like saying that or you said something that alluded to that that i'm like well, maybe i shouldn't say anything um oh i, mean, I think I, just, I was probably kidding i was like oh yeah dude it's on top of my list i'm gonna go watch yeah, it so, I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> so I, yeah but I, i'll end it with that though go ahead nice no i was just curious what your what your thoughts were because uh Cause yeah, I mean, uh, I was surprised to see Saw had like a, a higher ranking. I think it was like a, at a seven, right? Um, but you're right. Like it, usually, um, horror movies are pretty. You have to you have to kind of subtract a like if it's a if it, if A is great, you have to make it a B or if you make it a C. You know, it's like yeah, I don't want to get to to food, but um, sometimes if you go to the restaurant, it's got a C. You're like, okay, it depends on what kind of food it is. <laughs> um, but yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. 
uh, to each their own. Okay, you know, I, I feel like the, the the friends of the spooky sessions, you know, got to keep them in the loop, you know, because you said you're going to go watch it uh, in that in that episode. So I'm glad you filled them in. Um, is there anything else that you've been watching, bro? Any other um, shows or movies that you've had time to watch or you've been pretty, pretty booked this week? Um, well, I mean, like I mentioned before, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we had a family member pass away recently. So we, I know we both were, you know, a little busy throughout this week, but, uh, we, we had been able to watch certain things. We, me and my, my wife always still watch, uh, 90 day fiance or the new 90 day. And then there's like, now they're now the guy that like the I don't know. He's like a bald dude. I think his name is Gino and his, per, or I mean, future wife. They're coming to America. It's like they're coming over here now. So it's like the next part of what they're, what's happening in their journey. So we've been watching that. And then uh, I started and I know I shouldn't be doing this. I know. Well, I'm still watching One Piece and the anime, but I know I shouldn't be doing this either, but because uh, I'm wasting time. But I've been watching One Piece Netflix, the live action again. And that's what that's actually what I was listening to when you when we started the podcast or what I was watching when we started the podcast and you were asking me, what were you doing? And that's what I was watching. Oh, uh, I knew it sounded familiar. I just didn't know what it was. I was like, I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, just because yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I wanted to go back into it. I was like, man, I, I there's something about this show. And, and, and we talked about this, right, Jace, is that when you get quality content, you're going to want to rewatch it. Look what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's I, whatever. And then, uh, I also started watching, uh, uh, actually I'm doing this with a uh, friend of the cast, Lex. I don't know if he's still, uh, uh, keeping up or not. I haven't actually talked to him about it, but, uh, I've been watching all the Simpsons, uh, Treehouse of horror episodes. Uh, if like, you know, I think there's like, Oh 30. yeah. We watched the the most recent one, the yeah, yeah. one with the death tome or whatever, instead of death note. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Are so you watching I haven't all seen the, that all one the previous yet. ones? I see. I've been watching all of my. They're doing. They have like a thing on Nep on Disney Plus, sorry, where it's like all of the ones that are. I think they're like there's eighteen or thirty. I, I don't remember exactly, but like I forget. I forget season, what episode. Yeah. Of, but I'm watching those. I want to do that for Halloween. I want to be. I want that. I want to make that a thing. Is like I watch all the Halloween, that, and then I'm gonna watch the Batman soon. Um. That's in here nor there. I just wanted to mention the Batman. Oh, dude. Speaking of, you just reminded me for, for Halloween things. Like, for some reason, I got really attached to this certain game mode that only comes out during Halloween for Fortnite. And it's called Horde Rush. It's like a it's like a zombie. Like, you just shoot a bunch of zombies. And it's, like, fun. And first, I had this in my head that I really wanted to play with you and Ivan, friend of the cast, Ivan. Um, and... We, you know, I talked about it a couple of weeks back. It's like, dude, we got to play this. It just didn't happen. And just magically one day during this week, like everyone just logged in at the right time and we all just played. And I was like, dude, let's play Horde Rush. And we played one round and dude, like it was so much fun. I, I had such a smile a on my face. Yeah. This guy was like, like taking out the boss at the very end. He was like on his last little bit of, oh, dude, it was so much fun. Watching it was it. it was a great moment. It, uh, it was uh, you know that <laughs> I always talk about this. It's like I, I was guy. It's funny because Jason usually will text me like uh, I always love this, but he'll text me. He'll say, "Hey, thanks for doing that," or "Thanks." Like he's just grateful, right? <laughs> and uh, last night I was gonna text him, and I freaking I 
something came up that I just forgot to be able to be on my phone to text you. But I was going to say, hey, I needed that or something stupid <laughs> like that. Like the rain. We needed this. <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. Like we needed this, something funny like that. But I I was like, dang, I missed my chance. But yeah, dude, fun, fun, dude. It, it again, I, I always, well, I mean, I'm always talking in front of the cast legs, but uh, I was telling them, dude, it brought some like, big nostalgia feel for me like it was like call of duty uh, uh zombie mode uh, horror oh mode, yeah yeah exactly yeah, that that zombie yeah. Mode. and it was so much fun because I, I i remember it and it was it was so cool because i didn't even talk i don't know if you noticed we really didn't weren't talking we were so uh just like we're in just the moment just like we just enjoyed yeah. yeah yeah and then like like he said at the end we had this big boss all these guys wiped got wiped and and I had this like sword that you can like siphon life every time you hit someone and it was freaking wild like I was able to like defeat all the like the big enemy and just like chipping away at him slowly and and regaining my health like all the rest of us were dead and it was just left to Ernie and like he's like he's got the only one regenerating health and he's just we're just like go get him get yeah yeah. (laughs) you guys are just saying yeah it's funny too is is um I, I, well, I use this mic that, that you guys are hearing right now, which is the, uh, the, uh, what is this? A Rode Procaster. And, and I don't use a headset anymore. My headset mic, because this one, for some reason blocks out like heavy breathing, at least in when I'm playing those games. Oh. Cause I, 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 I guarantee Jace, if you heard me with the other mic, you would have been like, <sighs> you know, like one of the, cause it was so intense. Yeah. It, it was oh, that's fun. a lot of fun, man. Nah, dude. Yeah, I, I for some reason it, it just I just want it like I, it's probably not gonna happen, but like I want to do that again next year. Like like make it like a traditional like a oh like that would be thing, so fun. Yeah, I'm super down. I am super down. We just need to make a great like a like a not a, like a an exact date, but if you we could when October hits, like hey, are we free uh, October fifteenth? Let's run it. Or I don't. Uh, when does it drop? Usually towards the end of. The October it's end month, of October, right? yeah. Okay, so yeah, maybe by the end of it, we'll do it. Um, I think we, I think, I think we can do it. I definitely think we could do it. Yeah, I mean, we could switch over to the the Call of Duty Zombies too, or something. I don't know. We could just. It's just fun. It's just like a thing that you can look forward to every every October. Like you know, spooky season comes around. Gonna have some fun things like pumpkin carving. Gonna do that. Um, yeah, man. So we're getting to that time when the holidays are coming on. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, we, let's get into, uh, we had a couple bits of news that uh, we wanted to just, actually there's, dude, the, we got to talk about this um, Snow White thing, right? And I, I'm sure everybody knows about it. Um, Rachel Zegler, she's been all over the internet. Dude, she's been all over the internet. Like, I feel like even like parents of, you know, like my mom and dad would know because I feel like it's been on the news, like proper news, like the... You know, it's like morning shows that sometimes people watch in the morning, like the daily or the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like I oh, do, I do. Rachel Zegler. And, and like, oh, man. So anyway, you guys know she's been all over. She's been uh, kind of bad mouthing her movie. And people are wondering why was she even cast in this movie? Because she obviously doesn't love the source material. And then she's been kind of, kind of cutting down the classics and everything. So I was... I'll just, should I just get into it or should we just like uh, go back? Yeah, please don't get into it. I mean, however (laughs) you want to do it, just do it. It's our podcast. Who's going to stop us? (laughs) Someone's going to come in. Hey, 
They're going to cut us down. No. So uh, I, in the, this was an article from Deadline, right? There was an announcement that was done for this company. I think it's uh, the Daily Wire or whoever owns the Daily Wire. Um, and I, there was a video that went along with it where I think the, the owner of the channel, um, I don't know a whole lot about the Daily Wire. I know like there's a couple um, like movies that have come out that they've done and like, yeah. uh, like documentaries and stuff. I don't I, know exactly who owns it. Yeah. It's a uh, Ben Shapiro and Jeremy boring, boring. Uh, I'm not saying that correctly, boring but it's B-O- oh, okay. B-O-R-E-I-N-G. Yeah. So there's like a, a video of him kind of announcing um, that they're coming out with kind of like a competitor to Disney plus. Like he did this whole spiel about Walt Disney and how, you know, Walt Disney really loved uh, America and he had a vision for like, you know, this wholesome content that is built around family and friendship and love and all this stuff. Right. And he basically threw a bunch of shade at Disney, like the current Disney doesn't honor what he wanted anymore. And so he was like, we're going to put in, I think he said a hundred million dollars of his own or, or of the company's money. Right. To over the next three years, basically try and build out a competitor that would honor, like kind of like rebuild what um, Disney was was going for, basically, and like as like a direct competitor. And he launched with a a service called Bent Key. I don't really know what the name means, but it's like a bend in the key, Bent Key. Like the logo is kind of cool. It's like a B and a K with like a bend in it, so it looks kind of cool. But um, it's supposed to be neutral like politically neutral woke neutral whatever like you want to say like no agenda just like straight like content that kids can watch and he launched with 150 episodes of 18 shows of like and i think there's like four originals that they actually created them in-house and then they went and got they acquired different things um but dude the thing that ended the whole like announcement was he said that the first like live action project that they were building they're going to build like a full length live action feature. And then it just kind of like, and before he says the title, it just like cuts to this like little teaser trailer and it's snow white, bro. It's snow white and the evil queen, which is a direct, like <laughs> it's as it was crazy. I was like, what? It's a direct like jab at Disney. Right. I don't know, bro. Like it was, it was quite the announcement. It came out of nowhere. I had no idea this was like a thing. It was like coming, but what do you think about this? Like, so basically he wants to, build a comp a competitor to like one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world. Like what, like thoughts. It's interesting. Cause I'm, I mean, they're building from, well, I mean, they're building this whole thing from the beginning. Right. So it's not like they have a lot of IP that they can, you know, sort of distribute out. Right. I mean, they're, they're slow, slow, slowly working on it, but again, most of the things that Disney has like the snow white property, the Winnie the Pooh, all that isn't owned by Disney, they just were able to use said property. So that means that the Ben Shapiro and uh, or whatever the Bent Key Productions or whatever it's called now, like they could definitely just do a remodel of what what they think could work against Disney. Um, I, I I don't know because I, I 
I don't know much about Ben Shapiro. I know there's some sort of political affiliation with that guy, and he's a very like outspoken like uh, against uh, certain um, norms that are or social norms that are kind of going around with like you know transgenderism and all that stuff. I, like I, I don't know really about him all that well, so I don't want to like speak ill on him or speak like I know what I'm talking about about him. But I mean. I don't mind com- competition is what I like, what I think is probably the best thing of this. Right. We talked about it with the Zack Snyder Re- rebel moon, you know, with, 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 moon, yeah. with him doing that, that's a straight competitor to star Wars and friendly competition is always great. The only people that basically, you know, are gonna, you know, get anything out of this is us because as consumers we're going to be able to you know enjoy both properties and see which one is better and maybe one learns from the other and makes it even better and i think uh i think the bent key thing doing the snow white is definitely i mean obviously definitely a big jab at what rachel zegler had done and i know it's funny because (laughs) the rachel zegler stuff that had come out her talking crap about you know snow white or not talking crap, but talking crap. You know what I mean? She was basically saying, uh, is all, and, and it was, it was 50 years ago and rightfully so, you know, very con like this condescending little weird, weird, little, yeah, weird, weird, yeah, little shit. Like, like the amount of people that would have killed for this, like <laughs> to be able to be part of this movie. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a beloved childhood movie. Like my daughter loves that movie. You know what I mean? And and so, I mean, again, we haven't seen the Rachel Zegler one, so we don't know if it's it's probably end up go, being good. But yeah, so those interviews that you saw her talking crap are old. Those That is old news. It just didn't get it to the limelight until the SAG, uh, SAG strike, the writer's strike, because there was no news. There was nothing oh, to, to, right. to, 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 yeah. keep to like, you know, really like it, everyone was kind of like, you know, struggling with news and movies. So they, they started to recycle old stuff and they're like, let's make something about this. And bam, they brought it out and Rachel Zegler got effed. And then they, they right now her PR team was trying to sort of save, trying to save her from what she did. And I think she ended up coming out with like a, a video herself going like people, you know, are being mean and, you know, and that's not what I meant, you know, some whole thing. I, I didn't even watch it. I think they even made a, a freaking thing with Andrew Garfield where he's like, you're the, you're canon now. You're the real Snow White. Right, right. Yeah, like, I can't Snow do. White in my imagination. Yeah, freaking <laughs> whatever. Uh, I, I, I like Andrew Garfield. I just, you know, I just, yeah, it's a PR. It's PR. You know, they are telling them, hey, say this, but as sweet Andrew Garfield. Uh, but yeah, right. whatever. I, I mean, so, so, yeah, so that it's all old. I mean, I feel like. We should have talked about that before. I think when we had actually mentioned it, we didn't even say that it was old content. So that's a little. It's old content. Yeah. But I feel like she, she did such damage that I'm sure Disney was like, Hey, Hey, stop. Like, like just pulled her out of the Well, at this point now, I mean, yeah. Like, I I mean, because now it's everywhere. The the thing is that it was, but no one really paid attention to it. I think, I think I I forget what was happening around the time that, that that Disney had announced that, but it, it was overshadowed by, what they were gonna release rather than her interviews with, uh, I forget the other Gal Gadot's, uh, yeah. And her, so he's like, she's not going to need a princess, you know, like, or she's not going to need a prince or whatever. Yeah. She's not going to need a prince to save her this time. Yeah, whatever. whatever. And I'm like, I was like, dude, that's not even the point. Like, 
That's that. That's not that. Like misses the point. Like why? Why? Like uh, that? She's like he's a creep, and I'm like, oh man. Like they're just like making the movie sound like it's such a terrible movie. You know what right. I mean? And so many kids love that that cartoon. It's whatever. But well, I, that's the thing. Is like the 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 girl who's gonna play this version of Snow White for the Ben Key production. I think her name is uh, Brett Cooper. I think she's like a YouTuber. She's similar along the lines of whoever that other um, Ben Shapiro, whatever his name is. Um, but she had a she had a little statement um, when this first got announced, and it, she says, "Snow White's such a beautiful character. I'm honored to play her. Like all the best fairy tales, the story uh, is a story of timeless values of love, friendship, kindness. I can't wait to share them. Like that is." Completely opposite of what <laughs> Rachel Zegler was saying initially, right? Like, she's excited to play this character, and that none of that was coming from Rachel. So it's like, that's that's at least off on a good foot. I'm really curious if it's really going to be like non non political, like no agenda. I hope so. Like, I hope we kind of go back to those, like, just tell a good story, right? And yeah, I, I mean, I like what I look. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I like what you said about um, they basically have that blueprint, right? Because Disney did it back back when Disney was really good at what they were doing. And so they could basically follow that blueprint to kind of build out their content. Because obviously, like you said, like Disney has so much content and nostalgia that they've built of, up over so many years. Um, but I, was, I, I like the idea of like the competition, like you're saying, because... Of course, it's not going to be happening like in a in a you know couple of years. It's going to take a long time to do. Um, but just to, just the fact that they came out with a like a fairly decent sized library of content to start um, was was I was surprised. I was like, wow! I thought they were just going to start with like announcing it and then slowly add content. But they it's a fairly like eighteen shows is not terrible for kids to watch, you know. But yeah. it, again, this is all focused on like kids content right like this is not like we're gonna like oh my gosh i can't wait for the next bank key production like it's just gonna be for kids which is it's fine with me um uh, yeah, yeah. i mean that, that's the thing i think we're just gonna have to look out to see what they end up doing with the with their content because I, I know like you said they're you know they're doing um they're they're doing their own sort of kids you know curated programming but i know a lot of people usually with kids programming judge things pretty harshly depending on how you want to raise your kid right like i think they're gonna look out for the ben shapiro and be like well you know i don't like that they're doing this because there is some sort of political affiliation or they're trying to sell you this it's like a it's like a big thing going on right now it's like there's a there's a big divide so i am curious i know I, i'm telling you i think ben shapiro has some sort of political like uh, uh, like I think ideologies, he is active, but right? yeah, I yeah, know, I think he I, does. I again, I, I'm not gonna judge him. I don't care what he believes in, and not not to say that it doesn't matter, but I, I just don't know enough to like say anything. I really, I'm not a big political guy. I don't care. Um, but you know, I, yeah. I, I'm again. I think the best thing out of this is being able to have a, a sort of you know competition against disney because at this point they've been sitting pretty and they've been staying stagnant and i think it's starting to show in their numbers the, the statistics are out there right they're seeing that 
their uh, what's it called? Their stock prices are going down. They haven't gone up in a while. Um, they use funky little words like, "Oh, this show is gonna be a hundred million people watching," but it's like, you know, is it? You know what I mean? It's just all. It's just all a whole a, a really well way to market <laughs> that right. year. That's something could it's, be, but it's not. It's interesting because I I was watching like the history of Disney, right? Like how they how they were in that golden age of like animation for a while now or for a while. And then Disney has a history of buying up IPs and just recycling like stuff that had already been working. And like, there's, you know, Pixar saved them. Like they were, they were running out of steam for a while. And then Pixar came along and like took over. That wasn't really them. They were just letting them do their thing. And then, you know, when they bought Marvel, the same thing happened right there. Like, let's just let Kevin Feige be, you know, run Marvel as it, as he wants. Like they didn't really interfere. And then that saved Disney from, you know, they, they made tons of money and then they're in that golden age of just like, you know, printing everything. Like they were printing money at one point, right. When Marvel is at its peak. Um, and then they started saying, you know, there's just like this weird decline where they just had to like, focus on other things besides telling good stories. And it, it, it was just weird because when they bought star Wars, right? Everyone was excited because Marvel was doing good. And then instead of focusing on like the stories, like they were just like, I don't know what they're, they're trying to sell products. They're trying to push agendas. I don't know what it was, but right now I feel like if you ask a lot of the parents, like you're saying, like they might have the same, questioning with disney at this point right because the content hasn't been what it's what what we would would come to expect and mm-hmm. i think people are noticing people are noticing that it's like not that quality stuff that we are used to a lot of people have like like marvel fatigue like i don't think the marvels is going to do that well right because it's already people are tired. yeah people are already like saying what's yeah. the uh, what's it called i think it tests the early test screeners or whatever i forget what they something but basically it's they're they're already they know based on the statistics that this movie isn't going to do well. And it's because, I mean, we talked about this many times, but it's like they, they brought this character, Captain Marvel, who was going to be awesome. Brie Larson, awesome and all that stuff. But then like they have her do PR and do a stupid job of doing it. Talking crap to her coal stars or sounding like she's like a, a jerk face, like when she shouldn't have been, been more appreciated of, of being given this freaking role. Right. And, and, and then you, they give you this character of Captain Marvel and they expect you to just love her, like just care for this character. And it's like, like, come on. Like, no, it took a, like we liked Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man because he earned to be that character like watch that the first iron man movie right in the beginning of the movie i mean we all like you robert Downey jr but he's yeah. that character is built from what he what he is that jerk face in the beginning of selling weapons and he's like he's all he's all don't take a selfie he's all I'm, I'm, he's all he's all don't post this online or whatever like very jerkish right in the beginning and he's like okay he's kind of a jerk right and then he goes through this like little little story of like a little arc of you know he almost dies and he sees that it's his weapons he comes to this con- like an epiphany like man i i can't be doing this and it just it in again it just if it, it fits the character and you're like at the end of it he's all you know i'm iron man and it's all dang then it ends and you're like dang that was a good great that was a great movie that's iron man lovable character right there it was in the movie 
Captain Marvel, it's like you just had to as it was just telling you you should like her. It wasn't yeah. showing you. There wasn't any reasons given. Even, it was just yeah, like, even you even like this character. Even in the I don't know and I I want you guys to maybe you guys can go back, but even in the interviews for or the marketing for Captain Marvel, they would say I think you're going to like her because she's powerful. So she's powerful. She's the strongest Avenger. She's that, like, that's all. And I'm like, is she anything else? Don't you remember? What was it? Was it in Endgame or Infinity War when Thor first meets her? He even has that line. He's like, I like this one. I'm like, why? Why do you like this? Why do you one? like it? Yeah. Why do you like her? She has it's, like, she has, it's just it's so crazy. Bro. I think that's why they're trying to. With Captain Marvel too, I think that's why they're trying to, they're trying really hard to, I mean, at least the way that the, the they're trying to advertise it is that it's going to be like a funny movie. And I think because they're trying to add more character to this particular character, because we've grown to expect a lot from Marvel in terms of like, like this charismatic and, you know, funny behavior of these particular characters they're putting in situations and or they speak on situations that you know like how would we react and, and then i think they they didn't do that for captain marvel so when they do it in this one i guess it's like a little too late now like uh you know what i mean like she's just not gonna yeah and then they're also putting her with characters that that are buried in shows that if you hadn't watched any of the marvel movies like you have to go back and watch the shows like you wouldn't even know that um uh monica rambo like you wouldn't know who that is unless you'd watched WandaVision, right? Like you'd have to, there's a lot of content that you'd have to go back and watch in order for it to make any sense. Yeah. Like yeah. why are you watching this movie? And I don't know, bro. There's a lot of things about this movie. I'm like, it's funny because I think great. friend of the cast, uh, I think he loves the saying in particular, Lex. He loves that, you know, <laughs> that, you know, for Marvel, we have to watch a show to watch this movie to understand and get the complete continuity oh, of what Marvel is trying to give us. You know what I mean? And it, I'm just joking. I, he's, he's, <laughs> a, uh, but he, cause I, I talk about Lex as one of my, one of my really close friends, but he has Marvel fatigue. He has star Wars fatigue. That guy is as a big fan of those things as we are. The fact that we've lost him is sad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think he, he still goes to see the movies, but like he's done with the shows. He's like, why am I going to waste my time? He told me like he, he was telling me this. He's like, why am I going to waste my time? Like, I'd rather go watch something else. And I'm like, man, he, I mean, you're right. And I was like, I, and I was telling him like, the, honestly, the only reason I watch those shows now is so I'm able to provide some sort of content for you guys and tell you how I feel about it. Like we just, we talked about Ahsoka. I was very excited for Ahsoka. And I love Star mm -hmm. Wars. I still like the Soka, but we ripped into it in that episode. Like we like we talked about how we disliked a lot of the things that they could uh, that they did and what they could have done better. And and again, it's that it's not the fatigue. It's because I don't I don't think it is really fatigue. I think it's just that they they aren't doing a good job. Like uh, again, right. Captain for what is it? The new Captain America says, "Dude, you need to do better." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to do better. I, was like, I just love that line. Uh, but yeah, no, it's true because like I feel the same. Like Marvel and and Star Wars right now are just in the same position for me. Like they they've ceased to be quality storytelling, and they they're just focused on like here's a Star Wars piece of content. Like you're gonna watch it. Like they they just start resting on the fact that 
of continuity, but they're also resting on the fact that you're a fan, right? And the crazy thing is, like, take for example, um, like even what happened this weekend, right? We we had a, a passing of a loved one, and so during the memorial, we were telling stories, and one of the very fond memories was of an uncle that had the box set of all the star Wars, right? The VHSs, like he had them. That's a memory that's like burned into like children's memories because of hanging out with him. Right. And just the fact that they've taken this beloved IP and it's just gone to, you know, ah, this is just a little streaming show now. Like, no, like this is a, these are cherished uh, properties that people love. People love these characters. People love these IPs. And it's it it crosses so many generations. That's why people will watch it, right? Because they they're hoping to get more of that. And I think Disney needs to recognize like what what they have or sell it, sell it to somebody who's gonna who's gonna actually care and do a good job. Um, I don't know, bro. Like it, it, they they it need to rent me. it out, like Sony, like Sony with Spider Man, right? They they rented the character out to Marvel to be able to create the Tom Holland universe and do what they need mm. to do with that. And then, you know, freaking Sony's like, well, you know, Tom Holland did a great job. Let's, uh, let's do Morbius. I mean, obviously that didn't work <laughs> out, but you know what I mean? Like right. they, they, they try to build upon what the Tom Holland had left behind. I mean, Venom still did pretty darn well. So, I mean, I know Venom's not the best, but you know, they made its money. So it's still, it's, it's still yeah. good. You know, and they, 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 they know they talk numbers, right? And we're talking mm-hmm. about the, uh, they, uh, me and my friends on the internet. No, they, the, uh, the businesses, the companies talk numbers. So. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is they have the content. They, they have the roadmap or the blueprint of all these great storylines that have been told through the comics and through, you know, the art, the animated series and the stuff for like Disney and Marvel. It's all there. Just tell those they're great stories. Like you don't need to, you know, reinvent the wheel. We don't need like some random character that you pull out. I, I think they, uh, they said when they, when Disney acquired star Wars, that George Lucas already had the three trilogy sequels kind of mapped out in an outline or something. Yeah. And then they just threw it away. Right. They just yeah. like tossed it. I would be so mad if I was George Lucas. I, yeah. I mean, I think I he was, around, I think he was, but he can't, yeah, we probably, I, I shouldn't, but I, I think he was, nah, right? <laughs> I, he was, but he, I, he couldn't do anything about it. I think they, they, he had to write a thing where he's like, you can't say anything wrong about what we're about to do, how we're about to destroy what Star Wars used Pretty to Pretty much, right? You know what I mean? Because it, they, they took what, what he had envisioned. And don't get me wrong. I know George Lucas isn't like, he didn't have everything beautifully done. And I, I you know. Like, I get it. I know the hesitation. I know some people love Dave Filoni a lot better, what what he's doing or whatever. But Dave Filoni learned from George Lucas, guys. Like, George Lucas is Star Wars, right? And so when we lost that part of George Lucas, it changed. And I think it was to fit Disney's overall plan of the future, which was to make a female... Uh, protagonist who was going to take over the franchise, which is Rey, and she was going to take over the Jedi Order, and that's what they're going for now, right? Whether it's going to do good or bad, we don't know. I think Force Awakens and all those movies did pretty well. It's it's Star Wars. It's an IP. People are going to go see Star Wars. At some point, that's going to run out. 
You know what I mean? At, at some point, people are going to be like, well, why am I going to watch this now? It's not even the original stuff. Now they can't bank on having Harrison Ford there and or Luke, uh, sorry, uh, Mark Hamill or um, uh, Carrie Fisher. You know what I mean? Like those drawbacks. They're like, oh, we got Lando Calrissian came back. And you're, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Palpatine came back. Oh, no way. We got to go see Palpatine. Like they, they don't have that anymore. What are they going to bring back? You know what yeah, I mean? They burned all their they bridges. They burned their bridges. They're yeah. done. At this point, there's nothing that's going to bring back some of the older fans to come see this content. Like, uh, I think right now they have Hayden Christensen and they're freaking running that guy to the ground. You know, they, they, they brought him out. And they're milking him for, they're all, milking he's him worth, for yeah. all that he's worth right now, dude. It's some, <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I freaking love what I've been, what I've seen just of him. He's just, he's still Hayden Christensen. It's awesome. You know what I mean? But like, what else are they going to do? More Forest Ghost stuff? Like, mm. get a new show, you know, do something <laughs> different, dude. Get a new show. You know, it's funny. This uh, reminds me, I was having a conversation with my wife and she gets, she gets really frustrated with like the, the political climate with like movies and stuff and like shows and like, there's just a lot to, to weigh on you. Right. But I feel like things like this bent key news. I mean, it's not, it's not huge news, but it's, it's what I like about it. It's somebody trying to change it. Right. They're like, I don't like the way this current situation is. I'm going to build something new. And I think that is awesome. I think more people need to do that. And I think that gives you stuff to look forward to and potential and possibility. And I think when you get so bogged down with, uh, you know, oh man, this is never going to change. Oh, Star Wars is, is, is done. Marvel is done. DC is done. Like, you know, it's, it's all, it's going to stay like this forever. And it's like, no, dude, like let's, let's just work towards the next great thing. Like let's, let's start fresh. Let's, let's move forward. And I, I'm excited for like these type of projects. That, that's why I got excited when I heard this. I was like, dude, why not have a competitor to Disney? You know, why does Disney have to take over all, like all of family entertainment, right? There should be a balance. There should be checks and balances with people. You know, people should have choices. And I think, remember when we were talking about, uh, what was it? I forget. We were, we were discussing like Mission Impossible and like Sound of Freedom and stuff like that. And I was asking you, do you think that this is like a chance for like independence to like rise up? And I think that's what's happening, right? Because the writer's strike gave them like a chance to, to like, hey, you know, you know, Hollywood's tied up with all the strike stuff. Maybe we can, maybe we can like build something ourselves. And I, dude, I hope, I hope there's like more competition and more, you know, variety and options. This is good for, good for consumers, dude. I think I, yeah. I feel like you shouldn't be so, yeah, don't be so down. Like there are, there's always, there's always a way to turn the ship around. I think, but what do you think? Or he's uh, like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, it, it's there's. I mean, there's not much I can say. I feel like I agree with you. I think I think we've we've uh, exhausted what we've said so many times. It just com- competition is always a good thing, and I think it's healthy for companies to not stay stagnant and and be able to give us different content, right? Like I, I think I think uh, you grow tired of you know having the same old same old i think 
I think uh, whatever, whenever this comes out, whatever they bring out the Snow White, I'm curious to see how it's going to battle the Rachel Zegler one, the Snow White one in particular, because that's coming out next year as well at the same, most likely the same time. Who knows? I hope so. Just so they can like see like what's, again, we always talk about this, but it's very true. And who voted with their wallet? Where did they vote? Where did they go? Right. Because some people don't know it's Disney's Snow White, unless unless they heavily marketed as Disney's Snow White. You know what I mean? Or if it because the other ones just because it's just gonna be Snow White. I I, I don't know. It's, right. it's like I wonder how the marketing is gonna be for these things. But that's true. And dude, Disney was was mad, dude. Disney was pissed when they when they found out because the well, what I about think the ISA? I think what happened was they 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 threw them like a some sort of like a letter or something that's like we need to see the script we need to see like what's actually going to be in this movie because they like they don't own Snow White the story of Snow White is public IP right it's it's been out it's it's old enough that it's become public domain but the like Snow White with the seven dwarfs and like the evil you know uh, queen with the apple like some of those elements that Disney put into their animated movie, they own the rights to some of those. And obviously I don't, I think they're, I think they'll be smart enough to avoid like any of those copyrighted issues, but they were like, we need to see this like right away. Like, so like you could tell they were like, <laughs> they're like, what, how dare you? How dare you threaten the mighty mouse? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see if like, I mean, once they see the script and all that, I'm wondering if they're going to change anything with the Rachel Zegler or if they're going to try to, like, cancel it. At this point, I think it's too far gone for them to cancel anything. I think they're just going to drop it and it's going to be like, well, this is the new Snow White. If you like it, you like it or not. Like, it's like the Little Mermaid, right? I don't think it Oh, they're not going to drop it. They're going to push forward with it for sure. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that at this point it's too far gone. And I think Rachel Zegler is, even though she kind of crapped on her career a little bit, because what she said... She's still a, a high prominent actor, right? Actress, uh, you know, because of the new movie she's gonna come out, come out with a song, song in the bird, or whatever the hell the the movie oh, song. She's bird. in that. Oh, I forgot she's in that. Yeah, one, she's yeah. in that, That's and then the West Side Story Hunger and all Games. that. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I think we're you were talking about this too the other day because uh, Rachel Zegler is is this, and you were talking about rep- representation. And uh, and how that that's like a big thing in the Oscars, right? And and you know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, I didn't even know that that was like a thing that they had to be representation to be part of the Oscars or have whatever. You know, they had to have something like that. I forget how you mentioned it, but I, I'll let you get into it. But it's funny because like, why why has it when have why did we get to the part of of us or in life? Where why wouldn't we hire the right person for the right for the job? Like it's like just because you're you look like this, you're gonna get the job, but you're probably not gonna do it as good as the other person that could have gotten the job. You know what I mean? Like it's it's interesting because like I, then then it's don't get me wrong. There, I think there's certain actors that could definitely. I think they're saying Lily Gladstone or uh, who's doing the Killers of the Flower Moon. She's like some part Native American, right? But she's not like full, but she's enough to be able to represent that culture. And I was like, well, they say that she did a pretty great job alongside Leonardo DiCaprio. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they got the right person for the job. 
You know what I mean? Had they gotten just someone else and they didn't do a good job, it's like, oh man, well, like. Right. Then there's more fuel for the fire and the, and the opposing argument, right? It's like, well, why didn't we just hire a season? Exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, yeah. The thing that you were referring to, I had never heard about, but I found out this week that I guess back in August 2022, they came out. So the Academy, right? The Academy Awards that does out the Oscars and everything. I mean, we we were um, we've been having fun with like Oscar parties the last couple of years. And um, I didn't realize that there's actually a representation and inclusion standards now that you have to you have to fulfill two out of the four following standards in order for your film to qualify for the best picture category. And all of these are pushing that narrative of, you know, 30 percent of all your actors have to be. Uh, uh, women, uh, racial, ethnic group, uh, LGBTQ, or people with the cognitive disabilities, like deaf, part of hearing. And it's, it's for, you know, people that are in your cast. It's for people that are in the crew. And, and the other crazy thing was like the narratives, right? Like the, they have like actual, like key narratives that they want to be like represented in their movies, like main storylines. It says main storyline theme narrative has, has to be centered around or, uh, uh, or on underrepresented groups of the same, right? The women, the, the racial or ethnic groups, the LGBTQ or the people with disabilities. And it's like, that's all we're going to consider. So like, if you look at those movies, either they had a bunch of people in the crew, like if you don't see a movie that comes out in, uh, for best picture next year, like if it's something that's about a toy, right. That then, you know, in the background, like either the voice actors or the crew members fit those narratives because that's all that they're considering. And it's crazy. It has nothing to do with how good were you at your craft? It's all about pushing the narrative. And I, I was surprised. Like I thought like it just, they they would pick those movies because that's what they liked, but that's like part of the requirement. So I don't know. I was very surprised. Do you have any thoughts on that one? I was, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that they have to fit all these like sort of you know demands in order to for a movie to like be made. Which it's interesting. It's like, I guess it it it. it covers favoritism and stuff like that but also like i don't know it, it sometimes i feel like it 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 goes too far like the other day i saw an interview with it wasn't an interview but it was like a thing where you know how the comic-con panel sort of thing and i forget what the movie is but it was mad mickelson and the director and some guy asks him like why don't you have any representation in your movie you have primarily people that are from the nordic descent and it's a well, the movie is based in in like this particular era, and this like it is about like this Nordic. I forget what he says, but I'm I just remember thinking like, geez, Louise, why did we get to this point? Like, why have we gotten to this point where it's like, like there? It's just it's interesting. It's like checking the boxes. And yeah. Stuff, yeah, it's in it, it's it's and I guess again it's it could be because of you don't want to have that favoritism to certain actors or certain ethnicities and stuff like that. Which makes sense. That is a thing that does happen, but also like, um, like the Martin Scorsese works with 
or what? Not Martin Scorsese. Who's the guy that there's like a director that always works with a particular cast? I think it's I think it is Martin Scorsese, right? He's always working with Robert De Niro. And, yeah, he does it. Yeah, no yeah, one does like that too. A lot of a lot of actors work with the same directors over and over. Yeah, they have a good relationship. Yeah, because they build good relationships. Like it's like us right? or you at your job, right? Like there's certain people you count on, right? Like in my job, I, there's certain people that I'm like I look at my shift, at my my shifts, and I'm like, man, that's I'm glad I got this guy, this girl. They're gonna do a great job. I don't have to worry. And then you see someone that you're like, damn, oh, I gotta work extra hard because they're not gonna do anything. You know what I mean? Right. Like you just you know, and you I, develop that shorthand where you're like, you know what I want, and they be like, ah, I know what you want, and they go do it. And it's like. Yes. That's so much better than the brand new talent. You're like, okay, what I, what I mean when I say this is I want you to do this, right? It, they, when you get that shorthand, it, it, everything works so much smooth. I think Spielberg does that. Scorsese does that. A lot of the big directors do that. Yeah. Um, just because they've worked with the actors so much that they can be like, you remember when you did that thing and that other thing, like, can you do it like that? You know, like that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> No, nothing. I think, <laughs> I think you, I think we finished, I finished my thought, but, um, I just think it's crazy how now when you sit, like if, like if I was a woman, I know I will get hired for these roles because I fit that criteria, right? It's not about whether I'm good and I fit that, uh, like I deserve that role or like I, I did the best job. It's like, I know they'll at least hire me for this. And it's the same like in the workforce too, right? Like, why do I want to hire somebody if I know they're not going to be doing a good job, but I, I have to hire a certain demographic and, and, you know, it's the same, same issue, but I just didn't realize it was like written into like the plot lines of the movies. Like it has, it has to fit this amount of plot line in order to be considered best picture. And I was like, yeah, that's wild. It's, it's crazy. And then I guess I make that, changes that that's like a big shift in our movies and it makes a lot more sense why we've gotten what we have gotten and why they aren't doing as well in the box office right like most movies are have been sort of you know in decline it handicaps you a little bit right because you can't be creative out of the box like wild you have to kind of paint within those lines Mm -hmm. and uh, that's frustrating yeah i mean uh it's just it's a, it's just an interesting like sort of uh thing that we've been dealing with and again we've talked about like what the future of you know streaming and and movies and stuff what's going to happen and we're seeing it happen right now and it, it's going to change again because obviously it's not working right there's so, something is wrong and they're going to have to figure it out Oh yeah. You were telling me the same thing that, um, streaming services are doing now might also affect this bent key streaming service, right? Because we still don't have a good model for these streaming services. Right. And that you made a good point because like Netflix is raising their prices, right? Like all, everybody seems to be like raising their prices these days. And like, there's going to be a threshold where, you know, because right now everybody's not profitable, right? Like nobody's in the green when it comes to streaming services. Everybody's trying to acquire more eyes, you know, get more subscriptions and hopefully get into the green. But they, yeah, they could suffer from the same thing. But um, is Netflix raising their price again? What's going on with that? Yeah, dude. So, so Netflix is raising its prices. Like I think they're getting rid of a particular tier. 
Um, I'm going to look up right now what exactly the uh, pricing is because I think it's very, it's like pretty substantial from like before what they had. Um, oh, it's going to be a middle tier. They're going to yes. push them back, push more people to commercials, like you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, then the commercials make money. So the basic, uh, uh, the basic one is going to be eleven ninety nine, and the premium is going to be twenty two ninety nine. Uh, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the basic is the one with the ads, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I think that's so their their whole <laughs> their whole thing of 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 uh, making something more quote unquote premium is getting rid of ads and and they're going back to what cable was which is was or tv was full of ads right i saw this thing of uh one of the tweets under one of the two uh, that particular uh, uh news of netflix increasing their pricing and someone <laughs> this is a sweet tweet it's uh, at blackheart uh underscore dave he goes i wasn't always a pirate son I too used to pay my fare like an honest man, and then he has like a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's just people over here. Oh, yeah, Netflix, my response. And he's like, Your cancellation confirmation. He just canceled the subscription. Like, it, it like people, I know, like, again, I know we always say this, and I know it's like the joke, right? It's like a running thing, but you got to vote with your wallet. If you don't want to keep paying for content like this, it's like, you got to vote with your wallet, but also like, like Jason has stated, none of these, uh, subscription services really are sustainable. Like, uh, they don't make the money that you think they're, they're making off the shows when you stream them. It's not a thing. Uh, that's why the big SAG after the SAG Afra thing is still going on because they can't, they don't want to pay them that extra money because they're going to lose a lot of money in terms of like, when when the streaming services like because our uh streaming services uh are are streaming whatever the movie is that's it's it's gonna be crazy because one of the things that we don't think about is like people can i don't know rachel zegler can possibly hire people from india with a cheap wage like five dollars an hour to stream snow white 50,000 times and she's going to get the money for those 50,000 times. Like, it's like, right. you know, people can screw up the score because of that. Like it, it's, I, there's a lot of like things that are kind of, I don't know. It's interesting, but I don't know. What do you think, man? Are, are you going to keep your Netflix, you know, it going up in that price range now? I don't, I don't know if you have premium or basic, but. Uh, I mean, I'll probably pick and choose. I think a lot of people are going to like, if, if there's a good show that you really want to watch, it might entice you to sign up for that show. And then, you know, hopefully Netflix has enough content to keep you around. Um, but then I see people like unsubscribing as soon as, you know, the show is over and they have nothing else to watch. Like, I, th I think this is going to happen. Like people are going to bounce around because it's getting so expensive. Um, it's funny because uh, you were talking about like the the SAG, um, what's it, SAG AFTA, Af, AFTRA, AFTRA, <laughs> AFTRA, um, how the how the strike's still going on, and I think every time there's an agreement to pay uh, somebody a royalty for streaming, which I think is going to happen more and more with these with these um, back and forth, that like you have to think like that money has to come out of somewhere. 
either it comes out of the production cost of the content that they're making, or it's going to come out of our pockets. So I, I think, you know, studios are going to hang on to as much money as they can. And of course they're going to want it to come out of our pockets. So I feel like uh, this pricing is going to keep going up for a, for a, for a bit until there's just a breaking point where people are just like, there's, this is not sustainable. And some of the smaller, you know, like we said, some of the smaller streaming services might get eaten by the bigger ones. And the ones that are run by tech companies are not threatened at all because they have a huge side. This is like a side business to them, right? Like they have a huge business of tech tech and, you know, Amazon has that huge shopping platform. So they're not worried. Like they'll be fine. But some of the smaller ones like Paramount and uh, Peacock, sadly, although I love to be cocking. Um, but dude, I was going to say, did you see the, um, the, the Halloween guidelines they had for the strikes, strike actors? No. So apparently like it's Halloween time. Right. And so the strike actors have been putting on like Halloween costumes, right? Like while they're protesting out in the streets and the, the, um, the, the guild issued like a actual like guideline for what you can wear so supposedly actors should stick to generic costumes like a ghost or a zombie or a spy basically nothing that's copyrighted because it's all it's so funny dude it's so ridiculous because um i guess ryan reynolds had tweeted like he was making fun of it with his his uh his um his kids like he's like what are you gonna dress up as and he's like i guess i'm gonna dress up as a scab because that's generic <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> That's true. That's Dude, really silly. That's so random. Halloween. Why? Because uh, of all the copyrighted characters you could dress up as. It's, it just complicates the matter like even more. I what? Well, I know, but I, I don't get it. It's like, what if it, someone dresses up like Michael Myers? What are they going to say? Oh, that was the writer for uh, uh, Brooklyn One Nine Nine. He's right. dressed like Michael Myers. Who's paying? Who's getting paid for wearing that costume? You know? What yeah. I mean? like, like, has no one's going to say it. Like, who the like? <laughs> I don't no one said it when it wasn't a thing. Like why like it's so stupid. Like pick your battles. Pick your battles, right. dude. <laughs> Jeez Louise, pick your battles. Like, come on. It's crazy because last time we talked about the SAG after a strike or whatever thing, we had talked about it in high regards of like, oh man, it's over, like they're done. And then it came back where they're like, nah, we're not done. We're not gonna give you what you want. I, it, it sounded like what they made it seem is like they're like we'll take he's all we gave them an inch they took a mile is what they kind of sort of alluded to right and in, in like in in how they were asking for stuff i'm not saying they did or they don't deserve it i'm just saying like they asked for something else that was like this i forget what it was and they're like hey yo you know what no we're not doing that you know what's that song it goes uh i'll do anything for love but I won't do that. That's all oh, right. But I won't. I think it's meatloaf, dude. Well, if I'm not mistaken, a little bit of meatloaf. Oh, it could be. It could be. But uh, yeah. Um, uh, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to say um, a couple things. I, there's a couple trailers that I, I, we won't go into them, but I was really excited for all the Godzilla content that came out this week. <sighs> I'm excited for the Monarch. I'm excited for the Godzilla minus one. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I, w- I was going to ask you, though, have you seen any recent Christmas movie um, comedies that have come out? Like I my wife was asking me, like, what we haven't had like a good like Christmas comedy in a while. Other than I, I think uh, what was the eight bit Christmas. You could say it's still not like in the top of my my list, but still pretty good. That's a pretty solid. Um, uh, 
It's a pretty solid movie. Uh, Jingle Jangle, classic. Uh, if y'all haven't watched <laughs> that, I'm just joking. I um did the silent was it Silent Night or whatever the one that oh uh, with uh, David Harbor. David, did that one make it into your into your rep into your cycle? Do you think you'll watch it again this year or no? I probably will, but I, I it didn't make it. Like a lot of the stuff that's made it is more family friendly sort of movies like like jingle all the way yeah, you know for Christmases uh you know stuff mm-hmm. like that but I, I I don't know um last year so my my so I don't know I'm a particular type of guy but for me sometimes or at least the year depending on the year but like last year I watched all just Hallmark movies like Christmas oh, yeah. random Hallmark movies bro like the um, the sheer amount of Hallmark movies I watched was like like geez why did i watch that and astronomical and i was just like man that was pretty worth it i don't know i like those stupid movies but there was this freaking at the hall at a hallmark the the store at the mall where we went to and it said i'd rather be sleeping watch or i'd rather be laying down watching hallmark movies <laughs> i was about to oh, buy that sweet. i was about to buy that you should buy that one, I showed, it, was, it was a ghost <laughs> letter i thought it was funny because hallmark movies some are some are i know there's some are stupid i don't get me wrong some are pretty funny, but like, I, I don't know. It, I think this year in particular, I'm really excited to see Jingle All the Way. Um, I've been saving that. There's like a lot of like real random little movies, that, but I can't think of something that has a come out of recent. We might, the Santa Claus's movie with uh, Tim Allen. I think that one's coming out this year. That might be a classic. I don't know if people, um, it's supposed to be a good comedy, right? Uh, it's one of the newer ones. So, Is that a movie or is that a, is that the series? I think they're making think a season a, two of that. Oh, I thought it was a show. I thought it was a movie. Sorry. Oh, maybe maybe they're making a movie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the key, right? Like that's the test of whether or not the movie is like going to withstand. Is if you want to if you want to put it in your like repertoire of things to watch when Christmas rolls around. Uh, like you said, like the like the four Christmases and um, dude, the one that I'm excited for that hasn't come out yet but I'm curious is this one with Eddie Murphy called candy can lane. He dude. I remember when Eddie Murphy used to do these like random, like there was that one with the tree and like the wishes. And I haven't seen him do a good solid comedy in a while, but I saw the trailer for this one that I think is coming out on Amazon prime video. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's like got enough of that, like warmth and like, Oh, you know, like that, type of Christmas movie where it's like funny, but it has enough. Cause I, I think he's, I still think he's a great actor. It just hasn't done a whole lot of comedies in a while that, you know, are like silly, like goofy, like lighthearted comedies. Um, I don't know. Check, you should check that teaser out. See, see what you think, but I'm with you, bro. Like if it, if it makes it into that, that rotation, then, you know, you know, you got a classic on your hands. Um, there's also that other one with the, He's not from Transformers, but he's from. Uh, but that's, there's another movie that's coming out Shall with the, the director. Of, no, the director, the director of John Wick, and he's doing a Christmas movie where the guy, the guy, like he gets in a fight or something, and oh, his vocal yeah, cords get yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see this one? I did. That I looks think it's really dope. Silent Night too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one might do too. I, like that one looks kind of cool. I might check that one out as well. Yeah, it's called Silent Night. You're right. Um, I, it's the guy from. Uh, yeah, what's he from? Suicide Squad. He, his name's Joel uh, Kinnaman, I think. Yes, yeah, he was yeah. also on that Netflix show too. I don't remember what it's called, but 
Uh, and oh, he's been on a lot of like darker series too. Yeah, I think remember. he was in Sympathy for the Devil, RoboCop. Uh, uh, he oh, also, yeah, I think he came out in. I want to say he Isn't came it? out in Wolverine, but I'm wrong, dude. I don't know. He's got he's got quite a. Yeah, he's got a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot of things, but yeah, um, he's been a few things. That one looks kind of cool. Like has a lot of action in it. He's like, <laughs> it was a good trailer. All right, guys, I think that will wrap it up for this episode. I appreciate uh, Ernie you sticking around for, uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I, I know we did a, a rant as usual. You were, t- you were saying we shouldn't we, sh- <laughs> we shouldn't go off on these rants, but it's uh, I'm passionate. dude. I'm passionate about. No, I love the rants. I just want to know if, if people share the same sentiment as we of these rants. Mm. You know what I mean? That That's mm. that's that's the thing. Like I could we could talk for probably more than two hours ranting. Oh, for sure. But would someone want to listen is the, uh, the big test <laughs> of, the, of, uh, of the podcast. But dude, as always, uh, Jace, if I may, uh, I would like to thank the audience for tuning in every Sunday when we drop an episode. We do it every week and we appreciate you listening in. My name is Ernie and as always, I am joined by my fellow co-host here, Jason. We also, uh, if you would like to get in contact with us, you guys can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watch Closely Pod. There, I and Jason will be there to uh, talk movies, television, TV shows, series, all kinds of crazy stuff. Bob Iger, him being mad about Snow White, Ben Shapiro. We'll look into that guy's political affiliations. I don't even know if I want to. I don't care. I just want to see what the Snow White's about. Seems like she's singing already, dude. And that that's off to a good start for me. Jason, please send us up. That's right, dude. I was going to say also, if you guys want to be on the podcast and send us a, send us a message on, on socials as well. We can, we can get you on. We do it late though. We tend to do it late. Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys stuck around to the very, very end, you know, you know the drill. You guys are the true fans and we appreciate you guys. And we guys hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Till then. We'll catch you later. Bye. No, I was trying to do it. Bye. You're muted, bro. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Did you end you it go. the way you ended it? Did you say goodbye? I was trying. Did you say just goodbye? I, was, uh, I said goodbye, and then I was waiting for you, and I was trying to oh, make Don't your... worry about me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you, so I'm going to leave this on. I'm going to leave this in the, the podcast. You literally freaking uh, froze. I didn't hear anything. So oh, I, was I like, did. Man, I was just waiting. Oh, I hope. Shoot, I hope I'm there. Well, you. Oh, you're guess. you're there. You're there. <laughs> Goodbye. Yes. Oh, you're there. Oh.